One minute after 6 p.m. in the Southland, a live imaging Tuesday on Shitano and Cap on Lakers Reaction Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Michelob Ultra. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so the Dodgers have narrowly surpassed the Atlanta Braves as the 2023 MLB World Series odds favorite. Really? Per Fandle, yep. The Braves were previously favored, but LA defeated Atlanta last night to, you know, kind of lead the charge now. The Dodgers odds currently sit at plus 450, just ahead of the Braves' plus 500 odds, and the two teams are the best in the National League right now. You know, we'll see how this whole, the next two games uh, The pan Dodgers out. have played really damn well. Yeah, especially considering now they got Urias on the the injured list. Things have been they're, a little shaky. Yeah, they're an infirmary report. I yeah, mean, they're a mash unit. It's a mash unit, yo. Yeah, they are up right now four one over the Braves in the sixth inning. Is how I've got it right here. Now, I just want to give you give you an update right <laughs> like there. Like you're getting a telegram right, from somebody right here. I've got it right here. It was just <laughs> this is what I'm from. Me. Yeah, yeah. They just brought the horse. They delivered it, and I've got this note in the sixth inning. The Dodgers are up four one. Over the Braves. You know, for me, it's funny you say all this, though, because now that the Lakers lost, okay, uh, 49 games into the baseball season. It's baseball season. You know, like, I've been watching basketball every night. You're about almost a third of the way through. Yeah, and I will watch until the end of the NBA Finals. I know a lot of people, like, your team gets knocked out, you're done. But... It's almost remember, baseball we, remember, season. Remember, we are your home of the NBA Finals. So you'll hear every game right here on 710 ESPN. Correct. All right, very nice. By the way, coming up at 6.15, we've got a new feature, the debut of a new feature. So you're not going to want to miss that. Oh, a new really? Feature? A new feature here on the Shinano and Cappy program. All right, looking forward to that. Hey, George, I just got a, a tweet from a gentleman named Brian Alberts. And Brian, Any relation to Marv? Um, I don't think so. But Kenny? Not, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Len Berman, I think, more. Mm. Chris Berman? Uh, Brian Alberts. What, Alberts. What, what did he tweet? Alberts and Bermans. <laughs> yes. um, Sedano, he says, Kaplan would be more interested in hanging and partying with those two massive psycho Jokic brothers than mourning the end of the Lakers season like the rest of the Laker nation. That's what this gentleman says to you, Brian Alberts, okay? I mean, it's perhaps the case. I feel like you and the Jokic brothers would be bros, for sure. I would love to go out partying with the Jokic brothers. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. They would potentially crush you, though, if you crossed them. No question about it. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. But let me say this to Lakers nation. What are you upset about? What are you mourning? What What's to mourn today? Um, the season's over. Like, I mean, I don't know if people think that this should be some. Like, look, I get it. it. This is a this is a difficult question to answer, right? Because the when you're one of the crown jewels of the NBA and you have one of the best players in the sports history on your franchise, even in, in, at this stage of his career, the expectation is championships. He talked about it himself after the fact, um, and then you have to also put into account that. You know, they started 2-10. and 10. They completely revamped the, the roster with 23 games left. Their players missed time. Their best players missed time in that slot right. um, when they revamped the roster and still got themselves to the Western Conference Finals. So, right, so what's the morning? I, I, here's what I'm trying to say to you. Listen. I mean, they lost. They got swept. Right. Look, you... That's not fun. No, no. But, but, but think about it in totality. Going into the season, what did everybody say? The roster construction is no good. Russell Westbrook doesn't match skill set wise with LeBron and AD. That that was the story coming into the season. Mm-hmm. Then they're two and ten. Now they got to climb out of a giant hole. Then AD is hurt, missed whatever it was, twenty some odd games. Then they get to the trade deadline, they make the moves, but who knows if it's too late? Then LeBron gets hurt. Now there's eight games to go. And now they've got about eight games in the regular season to try and create chemistry with everybody. Mm -hmm. And then they actually get better and better and better. They get fortunate to face a Memphis team that had, you know, injury issues of their own to take on a, a Golden State team that really didn't have an answer for Anthony Davis. And you made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, you were swept. Yes, you got knocked out on your home floor. Yes, you had a 15 point lead at halftime. All of those things are true. Mm-hmm. But I would say this. This Laker team 
at the very end of the season where we are today? Mm-hmm. Did they not far exceed the expectations you had at the beginning of this season? And then again at the trade deadline? Did you really, really think they were going to win a championship this year? I think some people did. Okay, well, you know what? They made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, and they got beat handily. And I say handily, they were in every game, but they lost 4 nothing to a significantly better basketball team. They did, 100%. Is that, is that not right? They did. Didn't they lose to a better team? They did. Was it not obvious which team was better? Yes, I would agree. So if they've exceeded your expectations and they were knocked out by a significantly better team, based on the way the whole season went, mourning? What What are we mourning? Uh, I think that when you're the Lakers fans went into this series not thinking that they were the that they the other team was the better team. Of course not. You know why? Yeah. Because of everything you said all season long, you guys are all sleeping on Denver. Guess what? Guilty. We all were sleeping on Denver, every one of us. And so if you're mourning the Lakers' loss today, um, I get it. You, you lived and breathed and died with these guys for the last 82 games and even preseason, and it's been you know six months. I get it. The season's over. Your life is different now. Right. It is different. But you should honestly, I know we all got into this whole conversation with Giannis a few weeks ago. Giannis, was that a failure of a season? No, I don't think of it as a failure. When you're a one seed and you lose to an eight seed, and I grant you Miami looks like they're headed towards the NBA Finals in a sweep, it's still a monster failure. Yes, it was a failure. Were the Lakers' season a failure? I would argue it was not. I would argue that the Lakers' season was a resounding success, even though it did not end with a trip to the Finals and a championship. Yeah, I wouldn't say resounding success. It Far exceeded I think it exceed, what we thought. I, I think it, they exceeded expectations. I will give you that. I think you there can be, so you can be somewhere in the middle on that. Well, look, you know, at the trade deadline, they revamped the roster. Who knew if it would all work? Look, D'Angelo Russell was hurt pretty much right as soon as he got here. Mo Bamba never made any contribution of any kind, but you all of a sudden Rui came on. And Reeves got more playing time because LeBron was hurt, and he came on. And then LeBron eventually came back. And then before you knew it, they were playing their best ball of the season. They got beat by a significantly better team. That's reality. They did get beat by a better team. Most of us, and I put myself in this category. But, it, but again, when you're, your expectations on this team are unreasonable to begin with. That's the reality of the world you live in. That's not, I, I'm with you. Again, two things can be true at once. The, the, it's unreasonable to believe that they should have won a championship, but that's the stratosphere they live in. Fair. But the reality was that with all the ebbs and flows of this particular season, if they would have won a championship, it would have been a monster, monster upset. And, and, and look, again, they just ran into a significantly better team. That's just, we have to all face that. Look, I sat here and told you every night, I'm going to pick the Lakers to win. Doesn't necessarily mean I believe they're going to win. I'm going to pick them to win because that's what I want to happen and that's what I'm going to root to happen. Yeah, but you're gutless that way. Gutless. Gutless. Yep. But you were kind of gutless too. Why was I gutless? Well, you said yesterday you thought the Lakers were going to win. Oh, but yeah, I did think they'd win one game. Well, that was gutless. Why is that gutless? Because I needed you to be gutless with me. I can't be gutless by myself. Well, I, I did th- actually think, though, that they were going to win one game. They almost did. Why can't you be gutless by yourself? I feel like I, you're gutless by yourself all yeah, the time. Why do you, I don't want to be gutless alone. Do you have, like, I want, FOMO? I want everybody to be gutless. I'm going to bring you down to my gutlessness. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be gutless alone. Like, if I'm if I'm going to be gutless, then you're going to be gutless with me. Yes, I need somebody else with me. Yeah. That's weak, Cappy. Weak? That's weak sauce? I think so. Oh. Well, anyway, I'm not mourning the end of the season. Would I have liked to have seen the Lakers go on to the finals? Of course. Yeah, but I, I again, I just think that, yes, you're right, but not when it comes to this. Fr- the Lakers, the Yankees, the, those type of teams, their expectation is to win a championship. Anything less is a failure. It's what, what LeBron said yesterday is right. It's what I mean, you were with me ripping Giannis when he said what he said. He was a one seed that was the best team in the East pretty much the entire season. Right, but that, 
they don't the Milwaukee Bucks don't live in the unreasonable world that are the Lakers. You come to the Lakers or you, you if you play for the Los Angeles Lakers, you have to understand that that's the world you're residing in, in the world of unreasonable expectations regardless of who's on the roster. Well, I'll say this. I'll be I'll be not in the world of the Lakers and if it's a championship, it's championship or bust, great. I appreciate that that philosophy, but when you start 2 and 10 and you have to make the trades they made, and you have to get through the injuries they got through, and you make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, and you get swept, and in Game 4 get beat at home when you've got a 15-point lead. I understand you're frustrated about last night's game, Mm -hmm. but the season in totality, given everything that happened, they went a lot further than any of us expected. Two things can be true at once. How about three? Can three things ever be Perhaps. true? I mean, can it be three-dimensional? It, it could be. Can it be triangular? Perhaps. Perhaps. Does it have to only be two? Yeah. No, it, it, it is absolutely possible. Okay. Didn't know for sure. Yeah. It's absolutely possible. I don't think there's any question that it can be three things at once. Maybe even four. Well, you know, we should hear LeBron and this whole thing that, that blew up last night. I mean, you want to hear this? Sure. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. We should hear LeBron? Like the actual audio? Yeah, like I want to hear... Which part of it? Are we going to do... Now, do you want to do that here, or do you want to do it on the other side? I want to do it on the other side. Because aren't we supposed to do some new segment that I'm not familiar with? That's correct. Okay, can we do two things at the same time? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So we'll hear from LeBron, and then we'll unveil this new segment that none of us have any idea about except the ladies. All right, that's next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, quarter after 6 p.m. in the Southland. Live Imaging Tuesday on Shedano and Cap. Here we go. Time for a new little feature here. I want to call it the 615 Rejoin every day. And producer Laura is going to tell us and play a song every day around 615 that means something to her. Now, it could be about a boo. It could be about a party, party, all party. Oh, what yeah. do you mean, a boo? It could be about a complication or a situation. So let's do the first edition right now at 6.15. Take it away, Producer Laura. Ooh, sex in me. I actually want to dedicate this song to Chris. Oh, Oh, hey, okay, a long distance dedication. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. Look at Bergman's face. Yeah, so I know I was going to play a different song, but this one's the one that really hit him in the core at Janice's 30th birthday party on Friday. This song came on and he like lit up. I like did? a little Christmas tree, yeah. I mean, you had a few drinks in you. But... I, no, I had, uh, what were those drinks? The shots? No. Oh, I had. I mean, I had shots. Because Greg's got me on the Lose It app. Uh-huh. And I was watching the calories, but what's the thing, the seltzer? What was it called? The, 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 the Wild Oaks? Oh, no, no, no. Why, what's it called? I don't know, bro. I don't drink that stuff. I drink what the you good get, like stuff. Like a Topo Chico? No. Like hard seltzer? Sedano. What are the seltzers? The, the most popular one. Um, oh, Truly's? Truly? No, the other one. White Claw. White, White Claw. Claw. Yeah, yeah. Ah, White Claw. What You're did I call them? White, White Canyons? Oh, no, I had two. I had two White Claws. <laughs> you drinking White Canyons? No, I had two White Claws <laughs> yeah. and I was, because I had nothing else in me. Yeah. And I was popping. Nice. No, he had a few shots. I made him take a few shots. I don't remember that either. See? But he lit up when this song came on and he was like, hey. I think this is going to be a rejoin. So there we like, go. Oh, here we go. Come on now. So I dedicate this song to you, Chris. Thank you wow. very much. There's the, there you go. The first edition of the Producer Laura 615 rejoin, and it was about me, which is my favorite subject. Hmm. You're having a great even... hair day. <laughs> look at him go. Oh, look at him shake it. 
Why are you so obsessed with me, Cap? I don't know. It's the jackets. It's the custom shirts. Wind tunnel tested head, though. You it know? is also National Drinking with Chickens Day. Drinking with Wait, chickens. Wait, you mean drinking with chickens? Uh, listen up. I don't come up with this stuff. It's in the printout. Where's I didn't come? come up with what it was. I just came up with that's what the day is. Oh, okay. Drinking with chickens. What yeah. does that mean? I mean, if you guys want the origin of it, I'll pull I it I would up like right the here. origin. Also, happy birthday. He's 31, the great Aaron Donald. That is an AD. Hey. He was there last night, by the way. That's an AD that could actually stop the Joker. Oh. Do you think wow. he could if he played in the NBA? <laughs> no. No. Joker's so much bigger than him. But I had to take a shot there. Like, mm-hmm. not weight-wise, probably weight, maybe weight-wise too, but like height-wise is like a huge disparity. Aaron Donald is sm- like, yeah. he's he's like short like, in stature. He's like stubby. If he's six he's feet tall. Soft. If he's six feet. You think less than that? Aaron Donald? 5'11", six foot. You think so? But he gets low with all that force. Oh my God, yeah. But I'll tell you, this Joker, man, you know how everybody <laughs> everybody like talked about a two-time MVP, and is he really that great? And you look at his body, and you're like, okay, he doesn't have the kind of body that Anthony Davis has or Embiid has. Yeah. Um, but, man, that guy can shoot from everywhere, pass the ball incredible, good defensive player. I mean, again, many of us are guilty of not giving Denver their due. We didn't know. We just uh, did not Shidano know. Sedano knew. Well, Sedano told us all year long because he was going to Denver and he was doing those games. No, he wa- he watches basketball. Well, that too, though. Both <laughs> things can be true. I mean, two things can be true at once, perhaps. Yeah. You're familiar with that. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. yeah, but two sometimes, things. you know, if you're in sports radio, yeah. and you're the home of the Lakers, maybe just watching some primetime games to say, oh, let me check out Denver. We make, you know, or when the Lakers play Denver yeah. 15 times a year. No, not 15. Four. They played them four times this year. Lakers were three and one against him in those four two games. Two and two, I believe. Actually, actually, it was two and two, I <laughs> yeah. think, maybe. Yeah. One and three. Yeah. Maybe four and oh. Two and two. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one and three. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where were we? Okay, LeBron. Yeah, you were gonna you were gonna tee us up. Well, so here's the thing about LeBron. Yeah. So the game ends last night, and um, you know, the post-game press conference, and by this time everybody knows the story, right? At the end of the press conference, LeBron decides to start dropping bombs, you know, um, about potential retirement. And once everybody hears LeBron talking about this, it's like, oh my God, LeBron is talking about possibly being retired. Right. George, I think LeBron's going to retire. Like, I think... I mean, eventually, yes. Yes, but I think LeBron... This season, you're saying. Just an idea. I'm throwing out a concept here. Retire. Take the USC athletic director job for the next two years. Nurture (sighs) Bronny. And then go where Bronny goes and come out of retirement, and, and you've got two years to let the body recover. And you can practice with the USC basketball team. You like this concept? No, because he would be 40 years old at that point. Right, but he's got two years off to recover. No, man, you can't just stop playing basketball for two years. No, he's May- not going to stop. Maybe a year. No, he's but- not going to stop. He's going to practice with Bronny no. at USC. Yeah. No. No? All right. No, not buying it. All right, so, Linz, can you play for us this, this LeBron soundbite from after the game? Yes. Okay. I'd like to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships at this point in my career. And um, I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. I've done it a lot. And, <laughs> and it's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of, uh, you know, getting to the finals. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. But I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. He's got a lot to think about, to be honest. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. But to be honest, got a lot to think about. He does. With relation to the game of basketball, that is. Correct. You know, this idea of I don't really, you know, it's, it doesn't really do much for me to get to the Western Conference Finals. You know, I'm a guy that either plays for a championship. He's been there 12 times. It's not like it's like new to him. Right. No big deal. Like, I listen. In fact, I don't even want to play the season until we get to the conference finals. You know, like I, the conference finals don't do anything for me. Yeah. Been there, done that. Correct. But you're not entitled to play for the championship. Right. You actually have to get there. You have to earn it. You have right. to win the game. And that's what he's saying. And, and they didn't do that. They did not. Couldn't do it. Nope. Came up against a better team. Right. And he, he did that. He literally tipped his cap on camera, like at that press conference, like when he was talking about how they played and particularly Joker and how he played. I mean, the guy, Joker, these ridiculous three-point shots at the buzzer, at the shot clock, at the end of the shot clock, when he throws up these Hail Marys, 
You're like, what the hell? Like, if you saw your buddy on the basketball court out at a park throwing up shots like that, you'd be like, dude, that is the ugliest shot I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it goes in. I mean, really good. Guy is just incredible. He's he's amazing. In regards to LeBron, did you did you were you one of the people that took issue with him kind of like storming off the court? I guess at the end of the first half, I didn't take issue with it, but I didn't quite get it. You know, like where's he going? Back to get iced up, right? I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he scored 31. Anthony Davis is on the free throw line. And LeBron is, is going. And by the way, the access that we have as television viewers, you see LeBron leave the floor. There's another camera. You see LeBron walking through the tunnel. There's another camera. You see LeBron making a right to go to the locker room. There's another camera. You see LeBron going into the locker room. And then eventually he just fades away. Great access as television viewers to see. Le- Where's he going? I don't know, but that's the story. Follow LeBron. So that's what they did. We all got to see him leave early. I think he was angry. Because I feel what? like he he just seemed angry the whole game. Like, I'm not going out like that, you know? And then he, he got in that fight with Aaron Gordon. He doesn't ever lose his cool like that. He was fighting for his team's life in yeah. that series. And yeah. that in his right arm. I mean, it seemed like Aaron Gordon had him in an arm bar. Did you see that? Yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't know. I mean, Aaron Gordon kind of has like a punchable face, I feel like. <laughs> like oh, really? He just seems like that. Aaron Gordon? Yeah. He's like one of the nicest dudes ever. Nah, but he, 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 but he tried to break LeBron's yeah, arm. That's her exactly, guy. You can't exactly. try and break LeBron's arm. So I, don't think he was try- I, I don't know. I just think that was all about nothing, those two. Well, you, but but LeBron's arm is in Aaron Gordon's, like, his, I don't know, his arm. And, and he's got... They're locked up. It right. happens. And Gor- but Gordon's holding him in like some martial arts move, and he's also throwing him like a forearm shiver. And it kind of it tells LeBron something that was discussed earlier in the year. Players, younger players, and Aaron Gordon's younger than LeBron. He's not some young little kid freshman year, first year in the league. They're not afraid of him anymore. They look at him as old now. I mean, yes and no, though, because he did light them up at the beginning of that game, and then deed them up in the second half of the game. He scored 31 points in the first half. It was an incredible offensive explosion. You watch it differently than I do. I'm not taking anything away from his defense. I'm only making the point that 31 in the first half and 9 in the second half. He also played the whole 48 minutes. 47 minutes and 56 seconds. The guy left everything he had on the floor. I got nothing but respect for it. The the guy came back from injury as fast as he could. He had to get the LeBron of foot doctors to get himself back. Yeah, you weren't happy about that. Well, because I I didn't like him forcing his way back into the first game. Yeah. But it didn't matter. He, He knew what he was doing, and I didn't know what he was doing. He's a master of basketball. That's what that's what Dave said last week. Master of basketball. Mm-hmm. You know? So I yield to LeBron. But they got beat by a better team. And that's it's just super simple. Yeah, and that that's going to happen. They beat by not only a better team, you know, cuz I told you that I thought they had more impactful players, but also a team with better continuity. No doubt. Yeah. Continuity is not built over 25 games. It's built over multiple seasons. Correct. That's what Denver has that the Lakers didn't have this year. Yeah. So again, it goes back to why are you mourning? You should be proud of the way this organization and this team no, uh, again, battled to, you can, to get you, to where they you, were. You can be proud of the way they fought. They were in every game. They fought their way out of 0.3% chance to make the playoffs at one point. All that stuff. It can still be you're a little disappointed because your expectations are, hey, the Lakers got to win championships. And the window for these things are smaller than you think they are. They oh, can- no. They're, they're When you say smaller, I mean, the, the window is like this. It's like cracked open like by a centimeter. Mm-hmm. The window for the Lakers, let me rephrase that. The window for the LeBron-led Lakers, it's it's almost closed. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yes, I agree. There's not much left in the window. The window is barely cracked open. So okay. that's little, why this little, off, teeny, tiny that's bit. why this offseason is incredibly important. Little teeny, little yeah. tiny, tiny, just barely open. Right. Windows almost closed. Right. Going to be locked. S- eventually, sure. You lock your windows? Um. Yeah, I don't know why. Like exactly. in the car, you nah, lock the windows. More like in my upstairs in my house. You know, know, like I lock them. But I mean, going back yeah, to they should be locked. To angry LeBron though, Cappy, don't you think that like to his point about continuity, wouldn't you be frustrated with AD like? Or even just like in general the situation because you can't really count on him based on like the way the last couple of games really the whole playoffs have went with AD. I so disagree with that. Really? Yeah. I mean, Anthony you can't Davis, show up and be like, oh, play like an MVP one night and then not show up at all other nights. Yeah, but so it, uh, there was somebody reported. I forgot who it was. At the end of that game, 
in the locker room. Like AD was there for like an hour and just like literally muttering to himself, I can't believe this bleep happened. Like, I can't believe this is the way it ended. And LeBron went up to him and was just like, we did everything we could. And that's it. And sometimes that's it. Now, it doesn't mean they're satisfied with that, but he did. They're right. They, as a team, they went as far as they could go. That's it. Yeah. I mean, as far as Anthony Davis. You can't Davis, get so, swept and say that, like, the other, you're better than the other team. No, you're not better. Yeah, so. Not better at all. Right. I don't think anyone ever thought that they were better than the other team. Mm. I mean, everybody got caught up in the LeBron, AD, Lakers. Oh, they're going to win a championship. Russell Westbrook's going to get a ring. Patrick Beverly's going to get a ring. We all started to buy but into the wave. The better team doesn't always win, you know? Well, but they're not the, the better, better team. The better they're team not. Won. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're going to make team. a Nike commercial about this. They, they, they could. <laughs> they still could. You never know. That was a funny line. What? You were so wrapped up in that first half. It, oh. Because it was great. I mean, it was great. It was amazing. This morning, though, when she starts pounding us with oh, texts. Oh, she hit us with multiple like, I mean, paragraphs. long texts yeah. this morning. I love your passion. Well, passion and energy. Yeah. I, I just said that I, I feel like LeBron is probably really frustrated, was really frustrated, and that's why he played the way he did. And then his whole retirement thing is like, I don't know, I give it a 50-50 chance. Like, maybe he's just saying that because he's just like, you know, trying to send the message that like, look, I can still do this. I called last night the, the LeBron bleep you game because it was, or as Cappy would say, the bleep you half. Bleep you half. But- you know, then he ran out of gas. He can't do it all anymore. He needs some help. He needs Kyrie. He needs someone. Oh, stop. Oh, please boy. stop with the Kyrie. All right, we can stop. get to that. Before it's going to be a summer of Kyrie. Oh, please stop. All right, we can get to that. We actually haven't really discussed that. No, let's get to yeah, it. That, uh, tra- oh, we only have four months to do it, so. Well, but, no, but I'm saying today because right. he was just there yesterday. No, you're right. So well, you're not, I always defer to you. But big deal or no deal is coming up first. Let's do that in two minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 6.31 p.m. in the South. This Cappy, man. I Gosh. swear to God, this Cappy. Shinato and Cap, alive in Midget Tuesday, Lakers Reaction Tuesday. Don't forget, Galaxy LAFC coming up at 7 o'clock from BMO Stadium, the U.S. Open Cup. Right now, though, it is time for Big Deal or No Deal. Take it away, Shinato. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. All right, guys, so Jack Nicholson has had some great times at Lakers games over the years, but obviously these last two home games were not that at all. So after the Nuggets defeated the Lakers on Saturday night, Joker's brothers... They taunted him. Yeah, Nemanja and Strahinja They taunted heckled. Jack Nicholson. Why yes. he walked out? He said, see you next year. They heckled him. Yeah, and really? uh, Denver area sports How reporter Vic Lombardi tweeted, OMG, the Joker... Jokic brothers exchanging pleasantries with Jack Nicholson on his way out. Jack was salty. Capital S-A-L-T-Y. A video emerged of one of the brothers giving him the thumbs up sign and others were yelling like, see you later, bye bye. It's unclear exactly how salty Jack was, but Jack's a legend in his own right, especially as a Lakers fan. So is this a big deal or no deal? Cappy? I'm going to say it's a big deal because if I'm Jack, here's what I got to start thinking about. What kind of security do I, do I travel with? Because those two guys are monsters, you know? So you They gotta, weren't going to attack him. Well, it's just like, hey, I don't like being taunted by you guys. I'm at my security go over there and kick some ass. 
You know, and if those two guys went after Jack and his security, I mean, those guys would pick Jack up and throw him, you know? So I got to have well, proper security to kick the Jokic brothers' asses. Crypto.com has security there. No, the security guys cannot take down oh, those two. I, those I two mean, yokes. there's a, that would need multiple, but I mean, maybe the LAPD guys. Okay, guys, they were taunting them. They were having fun. No, maybe they, they were. Little, they weren't doing like. Maybe they were physical. a little intoxicated, but they were having fun. Right. Nobody attacked Jack. They, right. so. I just they want Jack not, to be protected. They did not attack him. <laughs> I want Jack to be fine. <laughs> I saw them do it. be spreading rumors. <laughs> I saw them do it. it. They were just literally saying, waving bye bye, and saying, "See you next year." That's all they were saying. Well, and then that got Jack very salty. You know, I listen, I would not taunt Jack. He's still Jack. Jack okay. is sitting in the front row and he's got binoculars. So when those guys were taunting him, he probably put up put up his knocks like who are those guys? Yeah. Like where are they? Yeah. How far away were they? Um they were well, Jack didn't even hear them. They by were the a couple way. feet. Yeah, oh, I feel like he wasn't so salty. He walked right past them. Oh, then he wasn't salty. Who wrote this report? Uh, like I said, Vic Lombardi, the Denver I, I know Vic. Reporter. He's a great great yeah. reporter. Yeah, I, he is. I question his report. He reporting. said he was salty with capital letters. He I mean, maybe he said something at, when he walked by, but I don't know. I I I couldn't tell that he said anything. So, um, yeah, whatever. Right? Okay. What's next? Uh, more rule changes coming out of the NFL today. Announced yesterday is that NFL teams can now officially designate an inactive emergency third quarterback who will play if the team's two active quarterbacks are not able to. They're calling this the Brock Purdy rule after two, both of uh, the 49ers quarterbacks got hurt last season during a playoff game. The third quarterback will be inactive unless and until the two active quarterbacks are injured or disqualified. And the quarterback must be removed from the game if one of the two active quarterbacks is able to return. You cannot continue to play at another position. Is this new Brock Purdy rule a big deal or no deal, George? So wait, I always thought that was the rule, though. No. The emergency quarterback rule. Once the third stringer came in, the other guys can't come out, can't can't play, right? No, so the, the third string quarterback would always be inactive, right? Not in uniform. No, not no, on but the if roster. he was active, if he was on the active roster and right. he played, the rule, to my knowledge, was that meant the other two guys could not play the rest of the game. Right, but isn't this rule that the third-string quarterback would be... Yeah, he'd be yes. a 53rd man on the roster. Right. Oh, so he would be automatically active no matter what. He, well, he's he. from what I can gather, he's considered inactive until he goes into the game. Right. But so hypothetically, let's say you lose two quarterbacks. Right. Right. And now you're like, well, we don't have any quarterbacks. we got to take a wide receiver and poop yeah. in the court. Now you have a quarterback in uniform on the roster that day, right. considered inactive unless he has to go play. Right, but my previous interpretation is it was a team-by-team team thing. Like, you could have three quarterbacks active if you, you wanted could, to. You could, but then yeah. you're using a roster spot that you don't have active for no, that I, day. I get it, but there are teams that have three quarterbacks active. I, I wonder how many. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. Oh, no, it's happened. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking, well, that, like, because well, the original rule was that I I'll, I never forget because I I remember being a little kid watching this on like Monday Night Football and there was a game where that happened where I want to say it was the Raiders maybe it was like one of those Vince Evans years when he was still with the Raiders oh, wow. playing like when he was 57 years old with yeah. the Raiders wow and he came in a and he played right there. and the point was that he right that he, the other guys couldn't play anymore Vince I remember Evans that. I mean that's a big pull it was big and Vince yeah. Evans played yeah. with the Raiders for a while yeah I mean he did he played till he was like 50 yeah. No joke. They had George Blanda, too, right? Mm, Did until, the same thing? he's like 80. Yeah, pretty much. Right. All right, what's next? All right. Psycho seagulls are now getting high on spice by targeting drug addicts in the UK. I kind of just wanted to read this story so you guys get your reaction because it's so bizarre. Seagulls have been swooping down and stealing drugs from people at the beach, leaving them high and out of control in many UK seaside towns with reports of psychotic behavior from the birds increasing. Locals say that the birds are going mad, nicking people's stashes, manically dive-bombing pedestrians before collapsing on the pavement. Is this a big deal or no deal? Cappy? I'm confused. There's seagulls there. They're getting high. You know, seagulls try and What's kick people's food. What's confusing about that? Yeah, they're taking people's food, but How they're also they, taking people's drugs, and they're so, getting high. So the seagulls, do you think that you the got seagulls, high seagulls? Do you think they know, or do you think they're like, hey, there's a turkey well, sandwich? Well, once you get a taste, they want more of the taste. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's the deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so it's like, like those after school specials. Animal instincts, right? So you go in and you're like, hey, there's a guy. He got a sandwich. I'm gonna go take that sandwich and his drugs. No, they prop. Never mind. Well, you you know the 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 mind of a seagull. They probably a seagull <laughs> went down. 
tried to get food, instead got the drugs. Yeah. Obviously got an effect from the drugs, told all the other seagulls about it. Hey, uh, yo, you want to yeah. get a quick Haven't you ever noticed if one bird or something finds they something, flock. they flock. Yeah. They must have a way of communicating. So the bird- So the other seagull's like, hey, Jack, yeah. get over here. Right. They got some good stuff. Right. And, okay? the, and, the, and the birds that choose not to go because they're not into those drugs? As back when Shinado washed up on the shores of Miami, way back when, and Sedano had to, you know, make a little extra cheddar, yeah. he said, hey- you got the money, and the guy said, you got the stuff? Well, the seagulls are looking for the stuff, you know they what I mean? They want the pixie dust, bro. Yeah, they want the pixie dust. They and the want seagulls what you got, that don't Cap. go, yeah. Yep. And, the, and the seagulls that don't go, you know what they are? That's sober? Right. No, gutless they're not sober, is what they're gutless. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? Uh, I didn't feel it there. Yeah, you didn't? I didn't. I mean, Laura heard it. So why? what don't you understand about the seagulls right now? Now I get it. You oh, get now, it? now, now I'm, I'm much clearer now. I mean, seagulls will like go after anything, right? They just want food. They want to steal your stuff. Like, you ever been on the, the beach? If you're in the UK, it's all cloudy and oh, yeah. Drew's, it, yeah. you know. A seagull, um, last winter when my mom and dad were visiting, um, seagull had some terrible gastrointestinal issues that landed on my mom. <laughs> Oof. What? Right on like her forehead. Isn't that supposed to be good luck? Yeah. It's supposed it is. to be, but like landed, I'm not joking, like, thump. Like right on my mom's forehead, and then it was like dripping down oh, her. Oh come on! Fi- enough, no, enough, it's enough, true. enough, enough, enough. It's true it's story. Extra. Enough. It's true story. Enough. And, and like the rest Always of us, extra. like instead of us like going get mom like a paper towel, we all stood there and laughed. Who <laughs> <You> would? <laughs> then you wonder why she was trying to sew your mouth together, bro. Like, yeah, seriously. bro. That was gross. <laughs> Poor mom. <laughs> uh, by the way, halftime Celtics trailing fifty-six fifty. What would you do if that was your mom? I would have gotten her a paper towel. Yeah, I would have said, hey, mom, you need, this is, let's clean you up a little bit. Hey, ma. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Charles Barkley's lost a lot of weight. He has. He fluctuates from time to time, but he's lost a lot of weight again. Wow, he kind of looks like the Charles Barkley in the uh, commercial. Right, where they do the AI Yeah, the younger one. Which, yeah. that that's not a great AI of him as younger Charles Barkley. Um, it's, it's okay. Pretty, it, no, it's pretty close if you watch the Phoenix Suns Charles Barkley, which is the uniform he's in. It is pretty close. I had a picture, like a large framed picture of him in that uniform on my wall. And I why? loved the Suns because I loved the uniform colors. That's why. I was like They were a fun 10. team to watch when he was there. Yeah. That's, you guys that's are the only now reason like, why. Like checking out AI and determining which is good AI versus not good well, AI. Well, it's a commercial that runs every Yeah, the quarter. commercial's always well, on. Commercial. Yeah, if you're watching the games, then you can see. Well, if. If. Well, I mean, there, there are right. some you people that question that. You have to watch the games, that. Cappy. There are some people that question that. So, you know, I think I have it in my notes from last night's game, as a matter of fact. Uh-huh. you have game notes? Yeah, I do. All right. Tons of game notes. You want well, to read them? Real quick, Cap, Not yesterday really. when you weren't here, we talked about de- like the de-aging that they're doing on the new Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford originally was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's kind of creepy. But then once he saw the movie and they turned back the clock on him like 40 years or whatever, he's like, I think it actually looks just like my 35-year-old self. Thank you very much. Can we get some of that de-aging going on on Mason and Ireland? Oh, that's my first shot. They were mad today that so they said I every time what I do is I take shots at them on this show and I said okay well why don't we do it on Travis and Sleva so I started taking shots on Travis and Sleva on Mason Ireland they got all oh no no we that's we don't want that but I made a rule the other day I, we I said it I know that we can make fun of them but no one else can so just I just want to make sure we so state who, that. who are the we. No, we on this show. Okay. Travis and Sliwa are not making fun of Mason in Ireland, I don't think. Yeah. No, are I they? would agree. I feel no. like they they don't have the guts for that. Yeah. Oh, really? Because they're gutless? Whoa. No, it's just I feel like they're, you oh, know. But they don't have the guts, but they're not gutless. They, that would actually be mean they're gutless yeah. based on what you're I, saying. I think they're, they are they know they're the pecking order. You know what I mean? Oh. oh What's the pecking wow. order? Oh. The pecking wow. order is that Mason and Ireland have been here for a really long time. They are the OGs of LA Sports As like Radio. the newest show on the station, they might be hesitant to the, like, The new know. kids on the block, yeah. the NKOTB? Exactly. The Jonathan Knights and Donnie Wahlbergs and Jordan Knights. I would give them more like the new kid in town, like the Eagles saying about. Oh, it. really? 1977. Mm-hmm. Just the new kid in town, hound, hound. Okay, Cappy. All right, you got one more? Or are we good? We're good. Okay, <laughs> I'm not good. I want one more. Okay, Cappy. Then is it a big deal or is it a no big deal or no deal that Super Bowl in 2026 has been awarded to the 49ers in the Bay Area, Santa Clara, really? Levi Stadium? Yeah. Went to the Just Super announced. Bowl. Went to Super Bowl Fifty there, which was Denver and Carolina. That's the game where Cam Newton didn't jump on the fumble. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl and walked away a champion. It was a great Super Bowl. I remember that. I was on Radio Row and we were walking by and I saw Cappy. Radio and so- Row. And somebody said, "Oh, that's Scott Cap in San Diego." I go, "Yeah, that guy's a jerk." And I, we kept walking. 
You did not say that. <laughs> I, I would have run over to you and put you in a big old headlock. <laughs> we didn't really know kiss, each other that well. you in the forehead. We'd only met a few times. Really? Yeah. I didn't say that. So I was a jerk? No. Did you no, say I was gutless? Look how sad he is. Now. Look how upset I get. He's turning red. I want your confirmation. No. It's fine. Cap, are you going to go to Radio Row in the Bay Area? Oh, um, please, no. <laughs> I might because I love San Francisco. And I like going in to Super Bowl. In 2026, you know you're going to go to Radio Row in 2026. Oh, he's already Probably got not. his credential. No, but no, no, but wait, but wait. He I doesn't have go. his vacation dates in, but he's got his Super Bowl I, credential. I will request go in. to Radio Row in Vegas. That I, that's something no, we're not I'll doing do. Radio Row in Vegas. Well, whatever. I'm going to. We're going to get Bowl. like Chris. Is, Chris said that we're going to get a suite. No, I, I did. I said I'd like us to be able to create a. Arrangement. We'll have people come to us. That's with fine. Car, with car service to us. I can get totally get us a suite with my host because you know. I understand why we're trying to create an It'll event. Be, I know, but then we will. We will. I'm just saying. I got that part taken care of. Write it down. Cappy's though going to be on, but Cappy will go to Radio Row every day. I got to go stop by and say hello yeah. to a couple no, of people. No, you, you don't. No, I don't. Why would you? He's got to be seen. He'll be on JT the Brick Show every day. <laughs> so tell me. Scott Kaplan joining us. Cappy, wrapping this up. So tell, give me a report on Vegas. What's going on out there? Ah, JT, it's been great. I ran into a few old chargers, man. You, you can really feel the energy in the city. All right, wrapping it up with Scott Kaplan here from the Double X Sports Radio in San Diego. It's actually not terrible. That's a pretty good impersonation. You need to reach down and grab out and, and find out if you got a tell pair. Tell me if you got a pair you that you're going to sound off you tonight. Yeah. you got to figure that out. I don't know if you got a pair. All right. Well, find <laughs> out if you can find a pair of aces at Yamava, Cappy. You, does that mean you want me to talk about Yamava? Yeah, that's oh. A, that's oh, a master class on how nice, to spin to you. That was a nice setup. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is a live imaging Tuesday with Shinado and Cap. 12 minutes in front of 7 p.m. Don't forget, Galaxy LAFC at BMO Stadium, the U.S. Open Cup. On this, your mic's not on again. The U.S. Open Cup. Thank you, fake Mario. The on, L.A. Galaxy and the LAFC. On this day in 1985, Eddie Murphy released this song, Party All the Time, of course, written and produced by Rick James. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You got to hold your hand right here, Chris, right here. You got to hold your hand to your left ear. The left ear, not the right ear? That's right. Also, happy birthday. Drew Carey turned 65. Of course, Cleveland the Drew Carey Show, yes, back in the, Cleveland back in the day. That was on ABC. Cleveland Rocks. That was a bad show, though. Did you like that show? <laughs> it really annoyed me. It wasn't great. I actually stopped watching The Price is Right when Drew Carey took over. Yeah, I haven't watched The Price He's is actually right not bad on The Price is just, Right. Just don't, don't love him as a game show host. He's, he's is that still awkward. on? I don't yeah, know. It is. Is oh, Price is Right still yeah. on? He's is a little really? awkward, yeah. Yeah? I'd rather watch, like, is, it, is there a network anymore that runs, like, classic... Yeah, the Game Show Network. Uh, is that still around? Yeah, I think so. Do they so. run like classic prices, right? Like Bob Barker in 1973? I don't know. Good question. Probably so. I think so. In a three-piece so. suit? Yeah, because they would show the old episodes of Family Feud with, oh, what was the guy's hey, name, Richard something? Richard Dawson. Let's yeah. play oh, yeah. the feud. He's kind of creepy. That was me yesterday playing Fla Family Feud. You played that yesterday? Yeah. Oh, you were off yesterday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Family Feud, real life. The real life feud.
Now you caused all those yourself. I did not cause any of those things. Listen, that is not my doing. We all make choices in life, Captain. I'm telling you right now, it was not mine. By the way, so uh, Shinano got us some Celsiuses before the show. Mm -hmm. What's in those things? I don't know, but this thing got me uh, a little cranked up. A little wired, huh? What's in it? They have taurine guarana extract. Oh, guarana is like basically like caffeine. They got the riboflavin. Yeah, it's like natural. It's got BBCs. Rebo BBC AAs. Huh? They got flavin. You gotta be careful. It's too much BBC. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ni- niacin too. That's an energy booster. <laughs> really? Really? You, you gotta be careful with that. All those BBCs. They'll get you too cranked up. We gotta like. It's got like 300 milligrams of the. Uh, What's a BBC? You know, B6, it's B12, it's and it's vitamin C. It's that television network in England. I oh, think. that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be careful. You get that BBC. It's got 250. No, but it's good. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. And then about 20 minutes later, so you're it doesn't feeling, have caffeine. I don't, yeah, it's it got like natural have caffeine. caffeine. Yeah. yeah. So your first one, the guarana, and the green tea leaf extract. It, it's not my first one, but it's my first one that got me a little, little. It got me going. It got yeah. me through the show, especially oh, really? today with how you've been acting. I really? needed something. Oh my something. god, I that needed was it. A really. Bomb yeah. AF. And it burns calories. A study conducted by the Division of Exercise and Science and Sports Nutrition at the Ohio Research Group. Damn. Their website. I like the non-carbonated Very reputable ones, organization. The Ohio I like the car- I, that's the one I got you right. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's delicious. Um, all right, LAFC is next. Before we get to dealer's choice, is Mario there? The great Mario Ruiz. He's there. What up, dog? What's happening? We we LAFC got El Tráfico tonight. Yeah, U.S. Open Cup edition of El Tráfico. Okay. It's a knockout game. Yeah, it's on. Okay, so tell me for the people that may not be familiar with. What's going on tonight and this cup? Explain to the people why this is important tonight. Oh, by the way, we have Dave Denholm, play-by-play. Oh, Dave Denholm. Hello, well. sir. Dave so loses up, his Dave? mind. The double D. Well, yeah. Fellas, what's going doing? on, dude? Okay, so you both can explain to the folks that are listening right now uh, the importance of this match tonight. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, yeah you know, of course it, the importance is it's a rivalry match, but it's also a, a, a knockout tournament. The U.S. Open Cup is one of the oldest competitions in all of world soccer, world football. And uh, if you win, you move on. If you lose, you go home. And it doesn't matter who you're playing. You can be playing lower division teams. You can be playing a team across town like we are tonight. Uh, whoever wins moves on to the round of 16. Whoever loses, I'm sorry, the quarterfinals you get to tonight. Whoever loses, you go home, lick your wounds. So it's all about tonight's match between these two. This is not a league game where you have another one coming up next week. Next week, you got to keep winning these to move on in this competition. It's exactly, it's the FA Cup over in England for some of the people who follow the premiership, things like that, you have to win to advance. So um, is this like this? the MLS season is in like a recess for a few days and this is all happening, or are they going in and out of MLS and then back they, to this cup? Yeah, they go in and out. It's it's basically done on week, you know, during the week a lot of times. Like we have a lot of weekend games, of course, so they'll play these on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Uh, and then once you get closer to the final, you might see it move. You know, maybe one of your regular season matchups gets, you know, rescheduled, and you play it on a weekend once it gets down to the, you know, towards the end. But yeah, generally speaking, these are above and beyond the league play, where we already play the Galaxy twice a year, often, maybe even sometimes three times a year. So yeah, this is like this is kind of what the NBA is thinking about doing. With that middle mid-season tournament, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you can, if you're an NBA fan, you can kind of wrap your head around it that way, like a mid-season tournament that's a separate trophy. So, Dave, you said the other teams um, are not all MLS teams. Are there any, like, of the 16 that are remaining, are there any that are like little tiny clubs that no one's ever heard of before? Not little tiny clubs, but like what would be the equivalent of AAA in baseball? There's a couple of them left out of the final 16. The wow. other 14 teams are MLS. But there do you do get that kind of David and Goliath story a lot. There was a uh, last year in the final Sacramento made it. They're in the you know the lower division in USL, which is AAA. So they were in a final against an MLS team. They could have won the whole competition. They came up a little shy in the final, but that was an amazing run. So you do get those great underdog stories, no doubt about it. All right, Dave. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. We're signing off here in a minute or two, but thank you for jumping on. And Mario, thank you as well. And we'll be uh, listening right here after we're done. Fellas, appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. I was actually thinking about going over there. You think they got tickets for me? No. No. You think they got parking passes? I guess Sedano said we're signing off. Like it's the old radio days. Like we got to turn the transmitter down. Right. I mean, we do turn the transmitter down when the sun goes down. But we don't do that. We're not like doing it ourselves. No. Like the old days. Right. He Uh, mentioned like AAA teams. Like, San Diego's getting an MLS team. That's right. So are they like because of the market size? Are they smaller than LAFC? You know. Um, 
I don't know. The but gutty I mean, like, little San like, Diego soccer team? Like, does Columbus, Ohio? Columbus, you know, Ohio. Right? Like, are these, like, little towns? I think, uh, who's got a team? Um, San Jose? isn't that small. It's the capital of C-Bus. Ohio. C-Bus. huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Cappy, you got a dealer's choice? Uh, do I have a dealer's choice? So, listen, this whole LeBron thing, I'm just going to go back to yeah. it for a second. Um, I'm thinking about making a wager. Okay. I'm thinking about making a bet here. Um, will LeBron James retire? Yes, plus five fifty. No, minus a thousand. So, what do you think? I mean, is this is this I, a I would slam go, dunk? If, no. If I if I were a betting man, I would, you bet, a betting I would bet. I would bet no. So you would bet the thousand dollars? Yeah, is I would it? lay the thousand. I don't think he's retiring. Now, listen, I could be broke by the end of it because I do think that while I don't think it's likely. I don't summarily dismiss it, okay? I believe that there is a, a a percentage. Now, that percentage is probably somewhere in like the 5 to 10% range at most. Um, but I do think that, yeah, there's, there's of course, an, an, a chance. Sure. Is he really? I mean, this is what everybody's talking about. He, no, he's not going to retire because he's going to wait for Bronny. So the assumption is that Bronny's going to go to USC. Mm-hmm. Bronny's going to play one year at USC. Mm-hmm. And next year at this time, we're going to be talking about Bronny going into the NBA as a one-and-done player. And then LeBron, at age 40, would find a way to play with Bronny, play one season. And that's it. And then it's over. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, man. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. I mean, is Bronny really going to go to USC and be a one-and-done player, and then LeBron's going to go play with his son? Do you want to hear the uh, LeBron, what he said? Well, we only have, we have less than a minute. Yeah, right you're now. right. Never mind. So let's, let's not do that. Um, I, I do <laughs> think that, I mean, that seemed to be the intent for the last two years. Brian Windhorst told us that earlier, and, you know. But he clearly wanted to get that message out because it wasn't the question that was asked. And he just, he put that out there and then literally did the mic drop and then walked out and... McMiniman found him and got him. And Chased him down. Got him on the record. Mm-hmm. So, there you have it. McMiniman. I, we are done here, Cappy. That's it, huh? We are done <laughs> what are you today. giggling at? It is a final! We are done. Uh, all right, LAFC, LA Galaxy up next. U.S. Open Cup. Uh, the home Bam. of the LAFC. Okay? Great job, Cappy. Great job, Lindsay. Great job, Laura. Great job, Christopher. LAFC, LA Galaxy, next.